guys, and welcome back to the Fake Critics Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We are your hosts, Marenica and Ezigo, and this podcast is all about film and TV. Mm-hmm. And in today's episode, guys, it's going to be a little bit different. Yeah. Because we've decided just to have a conversation. Yes. So we're not going to be reviewing a particular like film or TV series. So we're just going to have a conversation about all things film and TV, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be random. It was things. actually Ezigo's idea. Yeah, I, I feel like we've, we've actually discussed a lot of different shows. I feel, like, I feel like we haven't discussed enough. No, I feel like we have, and we have a lot more to discuss. We've watched we've watched a lot. I've finished Succession, essentially. Um, we are up to date with Power Book 2. That's got some heat in it. Guys, oh, yes. Um, what else have we watched? We need, well, we need to watch Dungeons & Dragons. Guardians of Galaxy 3 is out. We need to watch that. Is that on cinemas now? Yeah. Wow. We can see it today, you know. We could, we could, oh my gosh, we could. We're doing it today. So we're watching Garden Garden Galaxy today. I just feel like I can't bring myself to spend money on Marvel again. <laughs> like the, the fact that I didn't even Very know it was, it was out in cinemas. Yeah. It, it shows a lot. Yeah. It's it's um it's definitely declining in terms of focus. Um, yeah, but yeah. But I, yeah, I feel like this episode is the episode where we can get into all of that and just yeah. talk with like no, yeah, I guess no, no restraints, no, no limits. Really, no raw agenda. Yeah, I know like side notes. You know how I was yeah. my little side note, yeah. but I tried to bring it back to the main topic. So we uh, we should actually call this episode a side note episode. I wanted to call it the waffle episode. I feel like waffle was better, like the waffle episode. No, side note. I don't know. Maybe we can. What do you guys think? Waffle or side note? Yeah, let, let, us know. let us know on Spotify as well. You can obviously use the little question. Yes. Thingy majig. What should well, it's only called bonus for now, but then no. What should we call it now then? I don't because it's not a bonus episode, babe. Okay. The waffle no, but episode. Obviously, but typically, when we have an episode, it's going to be a film review or something. Do you know what I mean? I feel like this if we weren't called the Fake Critics Podcast, we could be called the Waffle House. Do you get it? No. Waffling. No, we don't waffle. Okay, we don't, but. Okay. Remember, the yeah. critical, the critique yeah. Yeah, is still there. <laughs> We're waffling, but the critique is still there. But it's still there. <laughs> All right, cool, 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 cool. Let's get into today's episode. So you guys know, whenever we have an episode, we go into our sweet and salty question. Cue the jingle now. Sweet and salty question. Question. Right. So today's question is, would you rather have all traffic lights we approach be green or never have to stand in line again? That's a good question, isn't it? Because you're obviously, I'm not a driver, but also you're a driver. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, because when Why? I stand, I don't really stand in queues for anything, to be honest with you. Like at lunch, like at when, lunch, you're, at, when you're at work. The garden. Yeah, when you're at work or whatever, work. And, you, and you go to McDonald's or whatever. Oh. Cinema when you're buying a ticket. Uh, when I buy a ticket, you buy it in advance. Maybe we should transfer the question to all queues. So on virtual queues and physical queues. Because, side note, Roma tickets came out. You had to be in a queue. <laughs> you had to wait. Honestly, I and because of I, that, I didn't make more than five minutes in a queue. You know? Oh, serious? Yeah. And you still quick. didn't get tickets. But um, yeah, I would um, I would never stand in a queue again. I don't know because I can't I, I can't remember the time I stood in a queue that it physically annoyed me or it irritated me. Or I was like, I can't remember that. I can't remember the last time I done that. Yeah, that that was me a couple of days ago in Lidl, literally. Because <laughs> I think I was rushing for something. And I was just like, bro, like, ah. Oh. Everyone's at hospital, like self checkout, not moving. And I was like, oh, hurry up. No, yeah, no, I can't, I can't remember, you know. Green lights for you then? Yeah, definitely because traffic lights are annoying, man. I like traffic lights, man. I feel like it's a nice time because you never know like what you need to do. Do you get what I'm saying? Because you don't drive. Yeah, but you can't quickly pull out a chewing gum or whatever. Like you have you don't to drive. Anyway, shout out. When we start driving, do you understand? Especially when you need to be somewhere. 
Chevrolet can just be lit. Go on Chevrolet near our house. It looks okay, like yeah, two cars yeah. going, then it stops. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't do that. That traffic light uh, is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Them so. ones where it's like, yeah, like it only lets a couple cars in at a time. Exactly. I so even, even trains, I don't queue for trains. Like, that's what you make a thing of world queue. Yeah, but okay, I hear that because you don't queue, but you have to kind of, you, it's, I guess it's like an indirect queue because yeah. you're not queuing. But, but you know, Waterloo, they actually queue at Waterloo yeah. Station. That's pathetic. Most underground, even when I went to North Greenwich. Yeah, North um, Greenwich and London Bridge, they queue yeah, as well. They queue, yeah. yeah, I am not signing in a queue. I'm going to pick you. <laughs> Sorry. Guys, let us know what you're going to pick, yeah. whether you pick traffic lights or queue. Did I have a hot topic jingle? Hot topics, hot topics today. Hey, all right, guys, so we're going to be going into our hot topics, and then the hot topic is going to basically flow into the main topic of just chatting and chatting and chatting about everything. But basically, the first thing is that Dune 2, the release date, has been announced for November 3rd this year, our anniversary actually. Mm-hmm. And they've released a trailer. We haven't seen the trailer as of yet. Well, I haven't seen the trailer. I, I, I just feel like Dune 1 wasn't really that great i feel like it was all right but but after watching dune one we have we actually watched the original and i think the original dune was great dune I, I, I don't share that opinion let me just okay, say no. okay no <laughs> no, 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 no because you, you didn't finish the original dune because the original yeah, dune that sure. came out in like was it 1980 something i feel like that one it was a lot more easier to follow along it and done understand. a better job at explaining explaining Explain what the situation because yeah, yeah, yeah. i yeah. feel like i left dune one just like okay so wait, what exactly is going on yeah, and yeah. which houses are who and what's do you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. and then it was all the hype about Zendaya, but we saw her for 10 minutes so i was like okay i'm not really understanding mm. whereas the original dune i was able to like understand the storyline a lot more yeah but yeah nonetheless i think i'll rewatch it before dune 2 and then yeah. you know what i mean like make a proper conclusion on that yeah. dune dune was yeah that was the one from us like okay this is like this has no real like it doesn't have like any I, I guess it does have, how do i say it doesn't have like the no mainstream rules. the mainstream appeal like say a star wars was coming out or a marvel film was coming out it doesn't really have that same kind of i feel, I, no, I, I feel, like, I feel like it's it's, it's gaining that traction no well, no i mean i mean when Dune one it has out, yeah when they didn't it didn't have that that same kind of that same kind of um i don't think so I do not think so. In fact, no, it didn't. Yes, bearing in mind it stars Timothy 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 and Zendaya, and it also stars the guy that plays Aquaman. I forgot his name. I think I think there's a lot of hype around the movie. No, there are good actors, but I just feel like it's it just didn't have the same kind of presence as in comparison. Like I don't want to compare compare it with is Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. You can't compare it Star Wars because Star Wars is a franchise. Star Wars, like you can compare Star Wars to something like. I guess Harry Potter, like that's a thing, that's a that's a franchise. But Dune is Dune is a, that was its first film. Uh, okay, but so it's yeah. It's I a feel franchise. like I feel like it had a lot of social presence. But watching the film, I didn't understand the social presence. Do you get what I'm saying? That's how I saw it. But I don't, I don't get your point. You didn't feel like there's a lot of hype around it, but I feel like there was a lot of hype, which is why when I watched it, I was like, um, no, you don't agree, no. No, I don't think there was any hype around it. I think, of course, there was, but I feel like it was, from what I remember, at least it was, like, if I'm gonna compare it to a sh- any kind of, like, I guess, a blockbuster film, mm. it just didn't have the same kind of presence. If, from what I remember at that time, okay, I think we watched it on a whim. Like, why did we didn't really watch it? Because we were like, oh my god, do you know what I mean? Like, we didn't have that, that um, that feeling leading up onto it. We just kind of watched. Oh, like this is kind of interesting. This kind of look. I don't remember us being hyped to see it. Yeah. But I remember us seeing it 
and then me saying, okay, I'm going to watch the original yeah. to understand the film more because I, I don't understand. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, yeah. It, it, there is a lot to kind of grasp, especially when yeah, it's, it's a in lot. the first film, but it's great. It's an amazing film. Like once you once you get your head around mm. the different houses and different factions and different kind of people, yeah, no. there's only really too many people. There's, I think it's an amazing story. There's Zendaya's people and then, what's his name, Timothy, the main guy. Mm. There's the, that's just really and they're just kind of fighting for this resource which is the sand which gives them that blue eye kind of thing mm-hmm. so yeah like there's, that's the kind of main concept the main premise of the film mm-hmm. in it because like, mm-hmm. we kind of understand it's easy to understand from that point onwards mm-hmm. then it kind of breaks down into a little bits and bobs bobs <laughs> yeah um, but yeah but yeah no yeah, so it's, it's coming out later this year Um, looking forward to watching that yeah I'm looking really f- I'm looking I'm excited this I'm really excited Second piece of news that I have is that our guy Pedro Pascal is joining the Gladiator sequel. Now I've actually never really watched. I've never watched it. Neither fake critics at its finest. I've, I've actually never yeah, it. but apparently they're bringing back some of the original cast as well. And yeah, he's going to be joining along. Wait. Let me not say that. Gladiator is a film. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, but it's, it's almost like a like a do you call it a franchise? Like there's there's been a few films. Okay, now I think I've seen. The only girl I know is the one where they were fighting a cage, and that was a, that was in the film, that was a TV show. The only one that I remember is with Russell Crowe, but um, other than that, I've actually never actually, I've actually watched. Actually, watched it. You know, the Gladiator I know is the actual TV series. Like, Gladiator, ready? That one. Yes, that Three, one. Three, two, one. <laughs> That was, that was the so early sick. Gladiator. Man, <laughs> so. That show was too sick. Oh, young. I used to get a midnight snack. I used to get Frosties, put it in a cup, and then just snack on that watching Gladiator. It was that show was too sick. So when you said that to me, I was like, yeah. Oh Gladiator. my gosh, that's actually quite interesting. Cool. Yeah, but yeah, so it's yeah. it's yeah, it's yeah. it's a film. I know the game show. There's been a few films, but yeah, so Pedro Pascal's gonna be joining that team for the up and coming film. There's no release date for it as of yet, but yes, he's joining the team. And my final... Pedro Pascal has just been an A1, man. Oh my gosh, Game of Thrones. Like, he's just been... Pedro Pascal. Oh, I love Game him. Game of Thrones, um, Last of Us. Like, he's just... The lo- yeah, like... Yeah. I feel like Game of Thrones is when... I've, like, I really loved the way he played the character. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, obviously, his um, character, Joe, in um, The Last of Us. We, we reviewed that on our channel as well. I think that was the last episode we actually reviewed. Yeah. But he, yeah, he was amazing in that. He just seemed like a genuine down-to-earth person. Yeah. Um, but yeah... Was he was also in my all time worst film on earth? What? Um, the Maladora Woman. Wonder Woman. Was the Wonder Woman? He was the, he was the main. He was the oh no, he was Oh, we'll just give it 73. Yeah, but that's... Yeah, no, from several. Um, I feel like when it comes to superhero movies, as an audience, we just don't have one mind. <laughs> because a lot of people thought that Suicide Squad was great, and that was rubbish. The recent what, the one. original one? No, the, the one of Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. Uh, the recent ooh. one. Yeah, that one was... And that, it got like 90-something. I don't feel like... You know, some films are just like... Just feel good films. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? They're just there to make it kind of feel good. Like, it was just, yeah. there was no more direction, it was just, it was just yeah. there to kind of get everyone together and make you feel kind of good. Do you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't yeah. really, there's no bigger plan. There's no, it's just, yeah. it's just a standalone. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't even a standalone though, because it was actually part of the Suicide Squad. No, it kind of, kind of been. And it was because they had there. the same characters, but. Yeah. yeah. But that's it for my hot topics. Um, There's also a new film that I'm really, really excited or dying to watch Um, by Guy Ritchie. It's called The Covenant. And it stars Jake Gyllenhaal. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. But um, it looks really, really interesting. It's about, I, th- I believe he's a soldier. 
and he's obviously out on a mission and then there's a man that he meets that he basically goes back for and tries to save his life. Some something along those lines, but remember we watched the trailer at cinema. You've asked me this like I can't remember it now. <laughs> but yeah guys, I'm really excited to watch The Covenant. Why are you looking at Guardians of the Galaxy? I wanna see what you've got, you know. I've got eighty one. Eighty one percent. What was the last no. one we watched? The last one we watched. Ant Man Ant Man and the Wasp. Have you I watched that? Yeah, watched that, have you? I have watched Ant Man and the Wasp. Okay, okay. Forty seven percent. Of course it got better than you. <gasps> <gasps> it was terrible. That's a terrible film. Like what? Quantumania got forty seven percent. Terrible film. I have to get like it like a surprise. <laughs> Come on, man. The film was. You know what? I, I don't think you watched it then. No, I watched it, but you know, I, I what I'm shocked at is that no, I watched it, but I'm shocked at the fact that because even if a superhero movie is bad, especially with Marvel, you seldom see them like you. You rarely see them actually give it such a low no, rating. No, not true. I feel like that movie got that rating partly because of Jonathan's recent thing no as no, no, ago no, no, there no, have no, been no, no. more rubbish films from marvel spider-man the first and second spider-man's of tom holland were crap and it didn't get 47 percent. even um black widow that was rubbish they didn't get 47 percent. with that film in particular that the context is important when you watch those two spider-man films they were in the context of where the mcu was at the point of where it was at that point in time and that was on the final stage this is the new big bag. He's meant to be better than Thanos. And it happened to him. In the first episode, we get to see him. Yeah, no, yeah, it's true. That's nonsense. Because Thanos, obviously, was playing everyone else before we actually finally met him. Yeah. So every single film that happened, it was actually Thanos' people or his riders riding for him, like, with Loki and everything. And you actually only saw Thanos literally in Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Like, yeah, like, yeah, they... Ugh, Marvel. Guys, just a bit of context. It's going to be a bit of a... We're just gonna be floating. Yeah, so like, flow with us. So yeah. the first point is power block two. Now I do want to say yeah, with, with power, with power, just in general, and what Fifty Cent is doing. Yeah, man, he deserves a round of applause. I don't feel like him, the directors, the writers. I don't feel like I've seen a show like Power, who's had that. Was it five seasons? No, six seasons. Six seasons. Each of the seasons Harry's had its own way. It's actually not a simple show. No, it's, it's actually not. very. It's actually kind of complex because the amount of characters you're dealing with, yeah, and yeah. everyone has their kind of stories. And yeah. then for him now to break that off, then create a spin-off. And obviously, we know history. History says a spin-offs are just trash anyway. Literally. And the yeah. fact that the spin-off is so good. Literally. Like, I, I I think powers. Yeah, powers are like power. The power franchise. It's like, amazing. It's actually amazing. Like it's actually amazing because. Like you said, when you for, like it's just, it's just spin-offs or anything that's loosely based on a piece of work that's already been produced is never as good as this. It's never as good it's as original. the original ever. And I can get it with Better Call Saul. But Better Call Saul is a spin-off slash prequel. It's not really a prequel, actually. It's a spin-off. It's a spin-off. Um, but it's just going back in history with Saul's life um, from Breaking Bad. From yeah, he was obviously introduced in Breaking Bad, um, and it was good. I think it was, good. it was definitely good for what it was. But when you're comparing it to Breaking Bad, that's you know that was already going to be a challenge anyway. Really, it's not uh, as good. That's Breaking Bad. I thought Better Call Saul was good. You make no, it no, it it was good. Don't get me wrong. It was it was it was. Is amazing. it finished? It was, yeah, yeah, it's finished. Yeah, it was finished. Okay. Um, but no, it wasn't. There's no way it it couldn't. It actually couldn't be as good as Breaking Bad. Like that's the thing. But with the Power Book franchise, you've got the different. They they've basically based the spinoffs off of different people's stories. So you've got Tariq spinoff, who's Ghost Son. You've got Kanan spinoff, who's 50 Cent's character. Then you've got Tommy spinoff, who was Ghost's, I guess, partner. 
And it's like with each story, I was just never expecting it to be as good as the original, obviously. But I think especially Tariq's because Tariq's audience is going to be different. Tariq. First of all, we all hate like literally. <laughs> we all hated Tariq in power. The original show, everyone literally. hated Tariq. We hated Tariq. We hated Tariq. His character was so annoying. Literally so annoying. And because he was so young, I feel like obviously his, demog- his demographic to power um, in, terms of his, in terms of the target audience of the show would have been a lot younger because of dealing with younger characters that are going off to college, whereas Ghost was a married man with kids. So already I was thinking, okay, the maturity level of this show is just not going to hit power, it's gonna, period. It's going to go down. It's just going to go down. One of the things that power is known for is its sex scenes. Those mm. sex scenes are vulgar. And then when they were introducing sex scenes in, in Tariq's raw. one, it was just like, this is so awkward. Like, these guys are the children. children. Yeah, They're children. Like, yeah. it, it, it felt weird. weird. But I feel like now that we're into, we're in the third, honestly, season one was sick. I think each show has been good. But I feel like for me personally, I've just never felt like the stakes were high. For example, like in Ghost, in mm. the original, when Ghost went to prison, I feel like that whole ordeal was mad. But in season one of Tariq, he had, he had already been arrested. So I was mm. thinking, it's it's just not given the same weight. But one thing that, sorry, one thing that I can also say about power is the lack of plot armor when it comes to particular characters. Mm. They now have to build up a character and, for such yeah. a long time and kill them off. Perfectly. Like, like it's mm-hmm. almost, it almost has that Game of Thrones element. Yeah. Like they really know how to build up a character really well. Yeah. Um, development, the, develop yeah. them, you connect to, you connect to some, that's all you have to connect with that character. Yeah. And understanding that this person isn't impervious to dying. Like, yeah. if they need to die, they will go. Like, literally. And I think that's what's made it, like, just keep everyone hooked, really. I think... Well, one of the things keep everyone hooked. Yeah, I completely agree. And I feel like in this new season of Power Season 3... Like in in the first couple of episodes, I was bored. For example, Lauren was meant to be dead; she's alive. That already felt like okay, cool. Like you guys are really doing that plot armor here. Like yeah. you don't want to kill somebody off. Why is she alive? Yeah. But the fact that they have killed Sax off the show—spoiler, spoiler, guys! At this point, <laughs> but that for me is crazy because Sax is the number one character that transcends. Yeah, he's the one character that's been from since the season one, episode one. That guy has been in power. Been in the beginning of power, and he has been a rat. He's been a snake, a rat on the highway since season one. Literally, the longest Sex living. Sex has got so many guys killed. Like, Are you dumb? He's gotten so, so many, many people killed. In and the, the show. thing is, Tommy was this close to killing him in yeah. in the original Power, yeah. and the fact that they've killed him off to me just shows that it's it's still got that same wit. Yeah. And I feel like what they're doing is that they're building the characters up, I guess, to this point. Because yeah. for Sex to die means that the like the direction that they're going in. And then even with Kane, Kane's character development, Kane was literally just before you go into Kane. Like I want to say, like you know, you're onto something when a character. Same thing with Tariq. We hated the character coming into the show. Mm-hmm. We hated Sax coming into the show. Mm-hmm. We still hated Sax even within the show. Even even up until the but point when of his he death, died, we hated him. Like you felt that death. Exactly. That's good How writing. How can someone just that? Do you know what I mean? Writing. Like that's who you know. That's, hey, that's good writing. I, they actually killed this guy. Literally. After everything. And it's so funny because whenever these things happen, I always go straight to social media to see what everyone's saying. I, and on social media, they were literally like, "Okay, guys, like I know we wanted Sax to die, but we didn't. We didn't mean it. Like we, like, we actually didn't mean it. We didn't mean it." <laughs> Like you, know, you know what's so funny is like now that I'm thinking about it, who oh could have actually killed Sax? Like really and truly. Mm. Ghost couldn't get him. Tommy couldn't get him. Mm-hmm. Numerous guys in the original power could not get that guy. It had to be the most random person to get him. It's true. Do you get what I mean? It has to be the most because unlikely Sax, person. 
Sachs is Sachs. He's very smart. That's very what I'm saying. He's very smart. Like he knew literally as soon as he came out of the police station, he said, "Yeah, I'm gonna die." Yeah. Then he called Tariq and was like, "Listen, I know where Tasha and Yaz are. So if you kill me, I'm the only person that knows that information." Mm -hmm. So whenever he's about to die, he always has something to offer in exchange, mm -hmm. I guess, for his life. Yep. But this time it was um, Method Man. I don't know what his name. McLean. It was Lawyer McLean's brother this time that got to him, and his brother is sick. He's got a month to live. He had nothing to lose, and I, I love. Literally, literally, yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, literally. he had nothing to lose. Even softly going on to me, McLean's character. So his brother was in jail for a crime that he committed. McLean is um Method Man. Method Man. Yeah, that's not his name, you know. McLean's character, Method Man's character. Sorry, Method Man's character, <laughs> McLean. So he committed a crime. He killed someone when he was a lot younger, and his brother took the rap for it because his brother felt like he had obviously a promising future. So the whole point of McLean becoming a lawyer was to get his brother out. Now, he's worked his whole life to do this to now find out that his brother is sick. And he knows his brother's not going to make it, but he's trying his best because he's thinking, this is the whole point of my life, to vindicate you, to get you free. And it's like that pain where as soon as his brother killed Sax, he killed himself. Mm. The layers to that, I couldn't yeah. even. I don't think we've, yeah, well, not anything. We haven't unpacked that yet. We haven't unpacked how McLean's going to deal with that because Mate, this is. He's got nothing else to live this for. This is the sole reason as to why he became a lawyer. The only reason. The sole reason as to why he, done, why he does what he does, why he moves how he moves is because he needs his brother out. Exactly. And well. Exactly. Literally. He has the other family. We've not, heard, we've not been introduced to any other person. There's no, there's no wife, there's no kids, Sister, there's no nothing, mother, there's no father. Exactly. It's just those two. Exactly. And the reason why he has now. Um, the reason why he's now done all of he's done, done all he's done, he's now dead. So, maybe. and not only not only he's dead, he killed himself in front of his brother. Yeah, yeah, literally. Oh, e even the acting from Method Man on that scene, I said, you know, what, spot on. Yeah. Like I felt like, oh my day, it was so peak. It was, it was so. It bad. was so, and and the funniest thing was Tariq's face. <laughs> Tariq was Tariq, literally in shock. Um, you know, it's Tariq. Tariq is obviously. When he first came, people back in power, we've seen his shock, we've seen how he shocked. But I feel like this time he's this like this shock. He was just like this shock was like this shock is the shocking. Fam, shockiest. he was frozen. He could not. No, he just he didn't know what to do. It was literally hilarious, and even us as the audience, because we're thinking Sax ain't gonna die. Like, come on. He now. thought. He thought. I was thinking oh, this guy definitely sax. ain't shooting Sax. What? Then we thought. Wait, wait hold on, really? Is this guy gonna shoot Sax? Wait, because 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 he was like ah. Oh, um, because his brother was, so McLean's brother was lying to him about his treatments, saying that, yeah, I'm getting better, but really and truly he wasn't. Mm. And then he was like, listen, and then when he said to um, McLean, I've got a month at best, whilst holding the gun to sack, I said, yeah, this guy's dead. <laughs> when he said, I've got a month at best, it means that like, he's got nothing to lose. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> then he shot him in the back. I said, no. I think even Sax was in shock. I <laughs> think <laughs> was like, I think when this one method man and Tariq shop, he's like, yeah, I'm alright. You know, literally, <laughs> even asked me for, yeah, man, he's fine, he's fine, he's fine, he's not gonna die. Nah, that was that, that was, was shocking. That was shocking. And that was like, shocking. and I feel like this, not even the, the last three episodes of this season have matched power. They've matched power because I'm like, yeah, Tariq, you're your father's girl, son. Girl, girl, stop. They haven't matched power. Girl, stop. They haven't matched power. Nah, stop. the last few guys. Stop. The guys, no, Kane's face when he saw Lauren. Kane said, Lauren pulled down the window like Snoop Dogg. He said, yeah, that's the girl that tried to kill me. Kane said, Kane did a free double. No, he did a triple take. I'm Not a double so take. Dumb. Kane did a triple take. Nah. <laughs> Kane's evolution, even in this show, from going, like, even when Mone said to him, don't try and be smart. You know when your dumb ass does two plus two, you always come back with five. <laughs> but 
that, like she's Renee rude. was boying. She's rude. Everyone in this Sam. show. And then from Kane to, I Everyone. guess, go from the dumb one. Kane's literally to me, Kane is the smartest person in the room. He's actually the smartest person in the room. I think the, 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 the what, what makes Kane Kane is the fact that everyone else underestimates him. Exactly. So they all underestimated him, and it's like, this guy's, this guy's cunning. But I knew he was cunning from the first time we met him. Yeah. I knew he was because of the, yeah. way, the way he moved, like with, yeah. with certain situations. I was yeah. like, mm, this guy's, this guy's yeah. sharp. Now, he, now, he's a lot more calm now because I feel like his, his, I guess, anger would like, he would make dumb decisions. Yeah. But he's actually a very sharp guy. Yeah. And I think now, obviously, they've calmed him down and made him someone that actually, I guess, is more at the forefront of everything. Yeah. But even his brother drew the fact that, and I think that Kane Loki knows that he, Mo- Monet had something to do with Lorenzo's death. Oh, he yeah. knows. He knows. I think, I think he knows. I think. She, I think he knows. Yeah. I think he knows. Yeah. And even Drew killing his boyfriend because he found out the boyfriend killed his dad, but not knowing it was actually Monet that told. Monet is playing mind games with Monet's these kids. Play- Monet is ah puppeteer at his ah. finest. Ah. He played. She said, "You think you might think you're bad." She's she's finished everyone. She finished her husband. She's finishing her children. <laughs> for me, it's, it's even when the police had arrested Diana and Diana was like, listen, mom, I want to go to New York. I want a fresh start. Mene was like, fresh start. Get your ass in the car. Slap. What? So, yeah, she's like, I'm going to give you a step outside your head. Get in the car. I thought, Monet does not care about nobody. <laughs> oh, yeah, guys. But if you haven't watched Power Book 2, honestly, highly recommend. Highly, yeah. highly, highly recommend. Like, it's actually yeah, really... Yeah, it's cool. If you, if you watch well, Power... Tate yeah, is the one character as well that has Councilman Tate. This guy's been running from for Senator or whatever he's been running for since power. I, I, I've never seen he's just so it's like every time you see him just laugh. He's such a funny Literally, character. Effortless funny. Like effortless just effortless. Funny. It's just funny. how it's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> funny. He's a funny guy, man. Funny. Um, oh but my yeah, gosh. No, I highly recommend Power. Power the stakes two. are so high in this is in this episode. I re- I re- I highly because it's like the Ponzi scheme. Everyone is <sighs> on ropes. Like it's not it's, it's, not, it's not it's not it's not even like it's not even like every oh, single character protected. No, no, everyone has every their problem, and it could go very much left for each of them. Literally, if, they don't, if they're not sharp, literally. I think it's amazing. I Look, think Power is it. amazing. Monet and her friend. So Monet. So Monet's family killed her friend's husband. I forgot the friend's called. Frank. Frank. So Monet killed Frank. And then Frank's son is Gordo. Right? So Monet yes. so, so Monet called Frank. Gordo, who's Frank's son, now called Lorenzo. Drew, who's Monet's son, now killed Gordo. Yeah. And they, they know, basically. Yeah. They've got an inkling. Yeah. So that's even going to start a war on the streets. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It's, it's, um... Yeah, guys. <laughs> Watch it. Watch it. If you haven't watched it, definitely watch it. Definitely recommend. Definitely recommend. Watch Power First if you haven't watched it. Yeah. It is a bit graphic, but it's very graphic. Push 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 past. Fast forward it's, it. It's, the story is amazing. Yeah, honestly. It's not just drugs and guns and stuff like that. Like it, well, it does stuff like that. But yeah, folks, it gets better. Especially with Tariq's like Tariq's is initially less about that, more about intelligence. And I think no. Yeah. Power is about intelligence because power because Ghost was intelligent. He like, was he 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 mastered the art of being like cut known where he came from being in the streets double sided and how to just talk into and talk to the highest people yeah. like and talk to councillors, talk to councilmen, yeah. talk to politicians and all sorts. So Yeah. Um, he was yeah. really ghost. Like you didn't know who Ghost was. Yeah. Like I don't think people actually knew who he like yeah, who he really was, yeah. 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 Like he was actually really, really excellent. Yeah. Even side noted onto guys, we we actually finished Snowfall. <clears throat> Did we finish Snowfall? Yeah, we 
Fin- oh, did we not? Oh, yeah, we yeah. did finish Snowfall, yeah. Yeah. Snowfall's over, man. Snowfall is finished. Snowfall's actually really over. But I can confidently say Snowfall is one of the best shows in TV, hands down, that depict drugs and gun crime and all of that stuff. I think it's one of the best shows because mm. of how... Why? Because of how they showed um, Franklin Saint's story. I think how they started it and how, he, and how it ended, I think it's really important on how you end a show. And I think the way it ended made sense for that time. There was no other way to end it. If he didn't die, though I was thinking, how can you end his how can you end the story without his death? Mm. But it was almost like it was even worse than death. Like he lost everything, became an alcoholic and homeless. Like mm. he literally ended up like his dad. And mm. I feel like how they tied that up, perfect. Mm. Um, yeah, really, 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 really recommend Snow. Really recommend Snowfall. Honestly, mm. the way they tied it up is oh, it was emotional, sissy. Sissy killed Teddy. Like, guy, oh my gosh! If we sit here and chat about this stuff, we'll be here for ages. But yeah, Snowfall. Snowfall's definitely one to watch. Brilliant show. There's only two expected ends when it comes to that kind of lifestyle. Yep. It's either death or prison. Yeah. And the fact that he didn't end up in neither, but it was still it made perfect sense, especially in that, in that last couple of episodes where he was just doing anything and everything. Like it made sense that he basically went mad. Yeah. It made, it made sense that it basically went mad. It literally went. Like, it just, just made sense. Like, But for me, I, I, I think it's the fact that none of us were expecting that ending. And the fact that they they, yeah. they done it so well. Oh. Yeah. Gets me emotional, guys. Gets me really emotional. But anyways, moving on to... So I've been thinking about this for, for a number of years, actually. Um, I say a number of years, like I'm just a professor. But, like, I've been thinking about it for a while. And it's just kind of the acting scene or the film industry among black British creators mm. or actors mm. uh, in this country mm. <clears throat> and how if not 50%, 80% of the actors mm. end up in the States mm. and that's kind of really where they take off and that's where they do everything that they get. I feel like because there's, there's just quite simply a lot more opportunities in America. I feel like even when it comes to pop My question artists, is why? My I question f- is why? Or like why is that the case? Because I think I think the film industry, the music industry, just Hollywood, there's no British version of Hollywood. Like Hollywood is the biggest, I guess, performing art stage globally, period. You know what I mean? And I think the opportunities here in the UK are just quite simply capped. And I think in the UK, for you to become quote-unquote a veteran in the game as like a really known well british actor or actress i don't think we have anyone do you get what i'm saying like i don't think there are well-known british for example even a lot of people that were in harry potter a lot of them are great british actress actresses and and actors Mm. but unless you're in i guess that scene of like you can call it like the downton abbey scene or like conk british stories i don't think you ever find someone that's actually made it as a you're not talking about black British actors, isn't it? I don't think you. Uh, there's an opportunity here, like that. I don't. My, think. my question is why? Because <clears throat> one of the things I think of is I think it's capped. But when, but but why? Do you get? I mean, obviously you think it's capped, but why? And because one of the things I think of when when um when I say um when I say when I say it's captain and I ask and I can ask why is because of the genre. I think I think the genre has a, has a big part to play in. Um, 
like some of the opportunities that's provided because when you really think about it when it comes to like the really big i guess in quote films that the uk produces or the big kind of the big kind of shows or pieces of content i always the main ones that kind of spring to mind or i've seen at least would always be the always in they're always drama based like the big things like for christie's like she is basically undefeated when it comes to mm-hmm. um that that um that genre so for me it's like is it the fact that That's this particular point. genre is is focused on a particular type of demographic which black british people don't fit that, that's I don't know that the case because then again you have Idris with Luther. No, because but well, that's the thing. Idris oh. couldn't have done Luther like that because, for example, The Wire came before Luther, and The Wire was literally Idris's, I guess, biggest project, and that put him on the map globally. Mm. That was an American production. He was he was playing an American character. Yeah. I don't think he could have gotten Luther without doing that. I I, I think that within the okay. the British scene. The biggest and the best, I guess, British productions are really your TV shows or TV series. I think okay. that's what they're really, really, yeah. I guess, known for. Like, okay. like your your um, police dramas. Yeah. What was the one that we all watched? Um, uh, Happy Valley. Happy Valley. The one and and um, they're trying to figure out who the the main guy was, um, and it was a British show, and all of us were unhappy with the ending. And it only wrapped up recently. It was a British, and there was like different police officers that had gone. Line of Duty. Line of Duty. Mm. It shows like Line of Duty that are, I guess, the biggest pieces of work that the British produce. Yeah. If you're not discussing indie films, yeah. But even with indie films, you're not really put on the map with that. So yeah. I don't. I, I don't. I think in Britain, there's only really one way to progress, and that's either in theatre, or doing like the the the, the really big and watched TV dramas and series. But with, with America. The, the scope is just too wide. Mm. I think, for example, if Damson Idris, who's a British actor, was to do something like Snowfall in the UK, it wouldn't have global reach. I think mm. point blank, period. Mm. I don't know a UK show that has had global reach like that. Even Line of Duty didn't have global reach. Maybe Downton Abbey. But I think with America, because there's just, I think the opportunities are wide. Mm. I think even when you talk about the music industry, like a lot of the music artists here, they go over to America. Even people like Harry Styles, even though he's not black, but... I think there's just always more opportunity in America because it's Hollywood. But I know a lot of Americans get get salty about that. I know Samuel L. Jackson was really upset about the fact that, you know, the black British actors are coming over and doing American accents. Like, he hated that. But if you're a good actor, you're a good actor. I think think that's the bottom line. You get what I mean? If you can do the job, you can do the job. Yeah. Clearly, they're doing a better job than you don't know. It's just not that. It's not really... Yeah. If you're passionate about it, go, and go to your hood and wherever you come from and raise up actors in that area and train them to do British accents. So you, you, you have the resources to do, to do that. I have the resources to do it. So I don't think that's even a conversation to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I think he's just upset. Um, yeah, he's he's salty. I think, um, like, I don't know. I, I think I think you're right. And I think, I think it's also down to culture as well. Mm. I think it's down to the fact that British people tend to be very linear. Yeah. We tend to be very we like what we like, very conservative. Very we like what we like. Yeah. We don't really like to change our direction, Dibbling change our course. Which is why I love um Michaela Cole, like mm-hmm. and what she's done with like um have you haven't watched I made destroy you. I haven't watched I made destroy you. Need to watch I made destroy you. I know that she's fantastic because you'd be like just to even see her growth. Yeah. And how she just blossomed as yeah, a like she is actress. one of the people who's like, you know, she's just said she's determined to like just do what she wants to do. 
be true to herself, rap yeah. on what she knows and yeah. bring it to this British audience. And she's done it so well in, in, in I May Destroy You. Like if, I've, well, I've watched Black Earth Rising. Black that Earth, was really, really, yeah. really good. Black really Earth Rising, um, Chewing Gum was another one. I didn't really watch Chewing Gum, but I know it was um, a lot for the culture. But yeah, like... Yeah, that's like what I'm some, saying. Like, even if sorry to cut you, even if she's just stuck with <coughs> chewing gum and went uh, on to other British shows, she yeah. would not be as huge. Yeah, she really just she just wouldn't. I yeah. I just think that there's just a lack. You could call it a lack of opportunity. I lack think there's a lack reach. of lack of opportunity in reach for Black British creators in the UK. Hundred mm. percent. Yeah, actors and actresses. Yeah, I agree. I'm 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 just really interested in having a conversation as to. Okay, number one, why? Obviously, we've kind of given some yeah, points like, to why, but how can we adjust it and change that? And, yeah, bring a wider scope. Because, look, evidence has proven time and time again that the British produce the best actors, and that's white, black, Hispanic. Facts, it doesn't matter what, facts, what, facts, facts, what facts. kind of race, Unless you're Denzel. what <laughs> culture. <laughs> um, but, like, a lot of the, the, the Caucasian actors, urban estates... I'm actually originally British. Um, most of the black British actors, obviously... And it, it always are, baffles me. Yeah, you'd be like, surprised. Hen- like, the fact that Henry Savile was British, I was just like, what? No, no, but you can tell he's British. He is a British. Superman is British. You can tell he, no, you can tell he... That's he, super... Like, if, you, if you've got a job with Superman, you've, you've made it, bro. You can retire. <laughs> you can actually retire. No, like, but he, he was, it was obvious he was British. To, to, to me, it wasn't obvious because I, I never I heard him speak in a British accent. He, but his face... He has that quintessential little... jaw. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? like, that's some British jaw, bro. Like, I could always tell that he was British. Mm. Christian yeah. Bell was the most shocking one for me. Batman. Christian Bell. Christian Bell, yes. That one. That was it was Christian Bell. Christian I Bell. Could, I couldn't believe it. That, I said. I couldn't believe it. I said, I Christian, said, you're I said, English? I said, wow. Like, what? I would have never guessed. Yeah, literally. But that's what I'm saying. Like, a lot of the work in Hollywood or a lot of the the outstanding pieces of work are really done by British actors and actresses. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. For example, you've got Tom Hardy as well. I love Tom Hardy. Mm. But even though, I don't, I never know how to pronounce his name. Um, Chiwetel Ejiofor, but the one from Doctor Strange. You know, yeah, he's yeah, British. Yeah, he's British, yeah. yeah. What, like, yeah. <sighs> Andrew yeah. Garfield. Idris Elba. Of course, yes. John Boyegaard. Daniel Kaluuya. Tom Holland. Loki. 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 Jimmy. Jimmy. Um, Loki is British. Akimbola. Who? The guy that plays um, the new. Um, in um, Bel Air. The guy that plays the new butler. What's the butler? Uncle, oh, Jeffrey. Oh, Jeffrey. He's British. So it's like. It's Bruv, just, Benedict so... Cumberbatch. <laughs> Doctor Strange, British. Half of the MCU is British. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. It's, Jason Statham, it British. Was, it was actually crazy. Yeah, it's. it's um. It's actually, I'm saying there's, there's so many, and I feel like, yeah, no, I, I don't know, man. I feel, yeah, I think I think it's just culture and size as well. Like, yeah, obviously, there's, there's therefore racism or just institutional racism kind of just latched to that in different, in, in various degrees. Yeah, but I think for sure, like, the size and culture has to be another, another couple of another, mm-hmm. I guess, two other areas as well because yeah. UK I'm not. I'm not being funny, but if there was a show like The Wire produced in the UK, first of all, you'd have an uproar at the fact that the British have produced a, uh, have produced a. Because think about it. I don't think the British could ever produce a show that speaks on gang violence, gun violence, drugs, and everything without it being from the point of view of a detective or police officer. 
Think yeah. about it. No, it's impossible. <laughs> there it's, would be an uproar. It's literally impossible. Like, yeah, and even well, if they did for it to be as big as it's, it, it's it, not, it wouldn't be big. It's not impossible. No, Gangs of London is, 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 is kind of very, well, again, that's kind of different because that. Gangs of London is actually more, it's not like top, <laughs> it's not like the streets, it's top more so amazing. dealing with like the, the top end. Mm. So it's like, my dad was a boss, a boss crime boss, and everyone kind of came to him to give him. So it's more, it's more mm. like, um, we'll just, oh no, okay, no, you haven't watched it. Um, That's but, actually true though. T- Top Boy is a really, really great example. Yeah. But I feel like Top Boy has gone big, I guess, semi-globally because, because of, of culture, like, yeah. black culture. Because of who it's connected, because of people, obviously Drake, Drake is, Drake is exactly. um, producer on it. So it's like there's different people exactly. who kind of play into it. Exactly. Um. And Top Boy is a staple. Like, that's a staple British film. Like, that's I mean, the thing. It's staple British film. British show, sorry. But if, if they hadn't redone it with the new sponsors, it would not be global. Yeah, it wouldn't. Because yeah. no one knew that Shirai was in, in Top Boy. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and no one really talks about the original Top Boy. No one, Everyone, fam, um, Dr. Wong was in, in, Wong was in Top Boy. The original Top Boy. Fam. Summer House. No one knows that. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So it's like, unless it has some kind of American reach to it, it's not really... Yeah. Like the British are not going to... Pro- they're not going to push on yeah. they're gonna it yeah. won't be at the you can forefront. tell that top boy was like top boy was as you know, much as it was homegrown it was really homegrown like it really had yeah. no support i'm talking about summer house it was really just like yeah like it's almost like no club. top boy um brotherhood adulthood yeah. kidhood all these shows oh. like we know them because we were born a race yeah we understand yeah. it but if you told if you told today um, an American or a random black American they won't know what it is what is Top Boy they probably reckon that they might have an, an idea of what it is or have heard it some here and there oh, no they would have because it, it, they, it was big in the States this Top this new one it no, was yeah, massive yeah, that's what I'm saying like, but, but, but in, kiddohood what literally and, and that's Kid the thing it's like no Clark obviously not talking about his allegations or whatever but no Clark has literally done such a huge service to the UK, bringing those kind of stories to the forefront. Because he's not only a writer, I mean no actor, Clark. he's a writer. No, was not top no, no Clark was not the kidhood, brotherhood, oh, yeah, and adulthood, yeah, yeah. and those were literally UK state. That was before Top Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So he like was he, it before Top Boy? The original Top Boy. Yeah. Was it? Yes. Oh mad. Kidhood is like I thought it was on the same time. Kidhood is like the original. Oh. Kidhood is literally. Are you okay with Trevor? <laughs> Kidhood is literally like so. It's like people like Noel Clark that have, I guess, created spaces for other black actors and act like that. That's why we've got Adam Deacon. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But yeah. he is someone that has, I guess, opened doors for other black actors within the UK to, I guess, tell their story. Yeah, and thank God for people like obviously like him that have done that. But yeah. the point being that there's still this far and only far. Yeah, like this far and no further that you can go down. Yeah. But I guess the UK needs more people like him, like, um, I forgot his name, the man from Top Boy, what's his name again? Ashley Waters. Him, Ashley Waters, to continue creating spaces for black actors and actresses to grow. Yeah. But actually, the only I, problem is um, the eye that, that I feel, which is why, again, bringing me back to make the killer cold because, I don't know, it's, it's a tricky one because it's like, <clears throat> when you when you think of Adam Deacon and you think of... Um, um, Ashley Wars and you think of that she is an ex and is an excellent example of this. No, 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 but he's not though because he doesn't. He he's gone over to the states. Exactly. So he's not an example. No, but yeah, but <laughs> I'm no, no. Of people who have stayed and tried to work on the culture besides bring people out of. But that's my thing. It's either you you bear that cross. For example, I feel like Lady Leisha is someone that has borne that cross in in female grammar or female rap because it's like. 
you know that I feel like as as a as a as just an artist of any kind, you know that if you stay in this UK, the opportunities are gonna be slim. Like someone like Ashley Walters, if he went over to the US of A, he would be a lot bigger than he is right now. I think. Do you know what I'm saying? And I feel like if you do a side by side comparison between him and Bashi, both in music, both went into acting, both black British actors, Bashley, who's I think his name is also Ashley actually. Ashley, yeah. Went over to the to the US. He's in big shows. He was in they or they may whatever whatever. He was he's also been in a, in a, in a few other them. Yeah. My point being this, <laughs> I just yeah I feel like if you choose, I mean I I don't know if it's a case of somebody choosing to stay or obviously it's just the opportunities that are given to you, yeah. but staying in the UK. But I'm saying yeah, like Ashley would have never landed a role like them if he was in his country. We stayed in this country. Or That's my point. There wouldn't have been anything like Yonex. That's my point. Part. Yeah. There wouldn't be anything like that. But I sometimes say this part like Michaela Cole mm. is not necessarily about in how much it's, it's, a, it's a traumatic like experience mm. like what she experienced because I think it's based on her real story. Um, but I made they made I made the show you need to watch it it's really good. Um, but um, like it's not just drugs and violence do you get what I mean? Mm. Like it's it's not just the typical gang violence that we associate like black British actors with. Because mm. like, if you think of a black British actor, <laughs> kiddohood, adulthood, mm. brotherhood, mm. top way. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's only when you talk about like the bigger actors that you think mm. about like shows like Luther, for example, mm. or um, that black guy. <laughs> I forgot his name. Oh my but God. I, f- I feel like it's so annoying yeah, because um, the Americans do, do the same thing. Like, it just, I guess, one of the biggest things he's known for is the wire, and it's about about the exact same thing as brotherhood, kiddohood, adulthood. I think it's different. Though, I feel you know? like it's because, as Black British people, to tell that side of our story. Okay, but look at um Viola Davis. Yeah. She's not. She's okay. She's American. Yeah. But she's not known for anything, like, for example, um, what's the show that she done that everyone knows about? How, How to, to get, get a murder. No, that's nothing. That's nothing to do with with gang violence or I don't get your point. You say you're saying the reason that people know um people may know No, I I was saying your point is kind of annoying where it's like when you think of black British actors you think of like the gang violence shows. That's my point, which is annoying. But yeah, I I'm I'm saying that's annoying because for example like Damson Idris Idris Elba mm. they went over to America now and the biggest shows that they're known for in America are about gang violence. But th- that that stick isn't there. That mm. stigma isn't there. Mm. Why? I don't know. No, but it just it just is not known for gang violence. Stop. Let's, let's no, he's here. not known for gang violence. But the wire was literally his breakout role. It's, it was the wire. Okay, let's look at this like this. Yeah? How long has Ashley Waters, um, um, all the men that that stayed here in this country? So Ashley Waters, or maybe not stayed here, but like unknown really here. Ashley Waters, um, Noel Clark. Um, they're known for the Kid or Hood series, yeah. Top Boy series, respectively. In it, yeah. Fine. If the, if if I look at if I if I I don't know how long they've been acting, mm. but I'm just gonna go on a website and, and say that Idris and them and those two have been acting for I guess similar route, similar like time period. Idris knew. And Ashley Waters, the clock no. I mean, yeah, maybe. Do you, they, do you know what I mean? Because you, you you're assuming age. that they haven't. No, I'm not saying the same age. Oh. I'm not saying that How long have they been acting? But acting wise. I feel like Idris has been acting for longer. 
Yeah. Roughly the roughly same time. time. Do you get mm. what I mean? So it's like, you can't compare the two. Do you get what I mean? Like, mm. it just is Marvel name. Do you get what I mean? He's gone. Do you know what I mean? In comparison to someone who's been doing the same mm. kind of... And they both do these kind of similar things. He does music. He does DJ. He DJs. Mm. Um, Obviously. I got 21 seconds to go. Do you get what I mean? So it's like... Mm. So for me, it's like, yeah, what why? That's what I'm saying. So it's like... It's America. It's, um, it's, it's America. That's just what it is. And I, I feel like, obviously, there's only so much I can speak on it now because I'm not in the film industry as of yet. But, like, I feel like it's all about opportunities and it's also about who you know, who you rub shoulders with. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I, I feel like I'm. it's so intriguing just seeing, I know I keep bringing up his name, but just seeing Damson go through that in real life because it actually... I love Damson. I love Damson. Oh, but no, but no, because it fascinates me because... Do you get what I'm saying? Like, when he started off Snowfall, not mm. that he was a nobody, but you didn't really know his name. Mm. And just seeing how he's, I guess, aura and his character ha- has changed and he's really trying to get into the... He's trying to get deeper into the Hollywood industry. Mm. But we didn't see this in real time with people like Idris. Do you get what I'm saying? But some, but seeing someone in real time that's almost... That's the same age as you do mm. that. Yeah. For me, it fascinates me because you can see, like, I guess, the, the moves that they make. Like, that guy's telling me with LeBron James, Kevin Hart, like, it's light work. Buster Rhymes was making him laugh the other day. Like, I feel like it's literally who you rub shoulders with as well. The route is so clear for British actors. You have to literally do theatre. If you ain't done theatre, I don't think you'll be respected in the black British filming scene. I mean, the British filming scene. You have to have done theatre at some point. Literally. My guy's about to go into a form of Brad Pitt. Are you dumb? <laughs> about Formula One. F1, yeah, that's going to be a come, film. Like, that's come gonna on, be a, that's, that's gonna crazy. That's going to be a big film. If anything, crazy. Yeah, that's going to be a big film. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a big film, uh, for sure. For sure. It's gonna be Brad Pitt, the Brad Pitt. Come on, he's, for me, he's, he's made no, it. For me, he's he's made made it. Been about that. I've acting with. It's actually like that they're basing on off the story in Formula One. Like that's like what like the. I don't know how big uh, well, yeah, it's massive. It's big. It's, it's big. Probably one of the. I think it's or no, it's the biggest motor motoring sport mm-hmm. on earth. So period. Yeah, it's big. So yeah, like that's that's huge. Like mm-hmm. he's gonna attract a whole new fan base because mm-hmm. people can don't people who don't who watch Snowfall don't mm-hmm. typically care about F1 mm-hmm. or people who watch F1 don't care about Snowfall. Exactly. Like, so him oh. doing that is 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 massive. Like, it's going to be crazy. That's why I keep bringing up his name because it's, it's like, watching that in real time to me is insane. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. when The Wire came out, we were kids. I didn't understand. I didn't get how big The Wire was, but seeing someone else do it, it's, it's, even Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. But the only difference between him and Damson is that he hasn't really done TV. Yeah. But it's interesting to see the, the comparisons between former TV being a black Brit. You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. I don't feel like even as a British actor, actor and actress, it's more so about the TV. When it comes to you actually doing roles, like film, like we don't we're not really big on film. I think in the British yeah, industry, nah, yeah, it's that's more that so t- obvious that we, it's TV. And I and I think that's what helps a lot of that the the um the actors here do well abroad because mm-hmm. because of TV you're very focused on it's a much smaller a much smaller um, I don't have to explain it but I feel like the, the best way I, I can describe it is with film there's a lot more Is I feel like there's a lot less I don't want to say a lot less work it's a lie but I think there's less of a budget you have more time to tell a story I that's, feel like that's the, the logistics right behind the the TV head. is different to film it's, yeah it's, it's, the, it's the story element mm-hmm. with 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 um, TV shows, you have a lot more time to build, and I think how you how you show a character in ten 
one hour episodes as opposed to one one two hour film. Hour, exactly. It's very different. You get to go in a lot more depth like with that with that um T V show and you can pull out the best get the best skill, the best elements of your acting in that T V series as opposed to a movie. Literally, I c- and what you're saying is literally <coughs> spot on. And I think it's also going in t- hand with what you were saying earlier about um, feel good movies. You know, some movies, are, some movies are made just for fi- like, like it's not really. Do yeah. you get what I'm saying? It's not. Yeah, the, the story it, doesn't really make. It's not it doesn't, really, it's, doesn't it's really not, matter. It's not really for that. But because of how rigid the British are, yeah, you will rarely get a big feel good. Yeah. Like th- th- there's never a movie just for no reason. Yeah. Every single thing has a purpose, which is why I feel like they take the time of TV series. Even Happy Valley, like. If you if you look at Happy Valley yeah. for at face value, you just think what the heck is this? Yeah. But you watch it, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Absolute like yeah. Happy Valley. Yeah. Happy Valley is a really good like, TV series. Yeah, literally, like n- nothing is ever for no reason. Nothing yeah. is ever just for an emotion. Like yeah. even Game of Thrones, yeah. best British actresses and actors actors on the game. Yeah. In in the British game. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's, it's yeah. a good conversation because yeah. it's, it's, it's I would love to actually sit down. Talk to some people who actually, yeah, an, yeah, yeah, and actually say, okay, so what's the difference? Like, explain to us, you know, yeah. how you find it, why you choose it. Like, yeah. side note, but even Adele, like, she lives in America. Yeah, yeah. Why? Do you know what I'm saying? She because lives her, in America. Because her music is, it's not like I wouldn't call her music like it's not. I feel like her music is not as clear cut. Obviously, she's British, but her music is kind of. Timeless. It's yeah, her music is timeless. timeless. It doesn't really have. Yeah, it's, a, it's not like it doesn't fit very like into a particular category. Yeah, it does. It does obviously, but it can. Yeah, it can. It like it goes. Be, it goes. Be, it does music goes beyond cultures. Yeah. So it's like if you just hear, if you understand English and get what she's saying, you you'll, you'll feel like yeah. instantly resonate with whatever she's yeah. talking about. Yeah, you know what I mean definitely. So it's like, why did she choose America as opposed to well, obviously apart from the fact that most of the biggest music labels are are based there. I feel, um, like, I feel like that's, that's like, you know, I think it's, yeah. like, you know, they called America the land of opportunity, it's you know, not, it's the American dream, <laughs> but it's a fact, like for everyone to break through, it's almost like you have to go to America. Mm. And like, I've even heard, heard people say that, you oh. know, like people that like visit LA are always saying there's just a feeling in the air where it's like, everyone's, everyone's trying to chase their dream. Mm. And I feel like there's that culture, like within America, yeah. where it's like, everyone's, Doing the hustle for that reason. Even one of my favorite artists in this country, obviously Labyrinth. He's only your fan <laughs> that you like Labyrinth here. Oh, he's worked before he left here to go to the states. And obviously now, I feel like now, it's probably, I feel like it's only really with like Eminem. I'm gonna get to him. I feel like he's a different bag, but I don't have to go to me on top of music. But I guess they kind of. So co- say that again. I don't have to go onto the topic of music, but they kind of coincide. Oh. Um. Uh, what's his name? Labyrinth. Sorry. Labyrinth. I feel like it's only with the rise of um, Euphoria that he kind of got his, I guess, breakout. But he's mm. been doing music for years mm-hmm. in the UK. Yeah. Yes, and again, yeah, he didn't really fit into that grime. He didn't really fit into that rap. Literally. Do you get what I mean? He didn't and it's fit like, into that, into where that, do we into put that him? Black category. He didn't. So he has a shift. No, honestly, because even listening to his music in the UK, like back in the day, I used to think, fam, music, electronic music is a bit earth is not, it is not different. It's a bit, it's not, it's not the typical, I'm, I'm at that time, especially, temper, like, do you, you know what I mean? mean? It's like, it's not, it's not that kind of music. So yeah, it's like, yeah, he keep, yeah, because it's like, 
yeah, I, th- I think that's awkward because there's nowhere to place him in the UK. You like you, you don't fit in a box. Yeah, he doesn't. He's he's one of the prime examples. I'm just like, you make very good music that doesn't fit the the constraints of the UK, move mm-hmm. to America, create essentially the same kind of sound, mm-hmm. and go to the moon. Literally. That's literally it. And what I love about it is, uh, is the fact that you don't have to be at the forefront to be making the most That's, money out there. Yeah, you I'm could be you. behind the scenes producing. It's almost like Timberland. Yeah. Like, Side note again. But, but Timberland, he's even at the forefront. I would say of, he's, yeah. like, he's like me. Like but, but, he, but he's a producer. But obviously before he started doing rapping, he was just producing. Like yeah. almost like Kanye West. Like yeah. you don't have to be at the forefront. But I feel like in the UK. <laughs> yeah. If you're not at the forefront, it's very. It's we very, don't see you, my G. We can't see you. Like. It's very hard to be like, to be. Yeah, yeah, to be known and but to I actually get your global. I guess it depends on what you want, what you what outcome you want. To be honest with you, but it's written some some of the music that you like. He's, he's written for them. The artists, he's written for half of them. M M and Nikes, what do you call it? His discography or uh, just just M and Nikes body of work. His, his, his what <laughs> discography? The, the discography. That's discography. Most, is that how you call it? I have no clue. Discography is basically like when you see everyone's like catalog, musical catalog. So his catalog. Yeah. His catalogue, in terms of what he's, the yeah, artist that he's, he's written, for, written for, that thing blew me away. Yeah, it blew me away. Yeah, yeah, man. He, but I feel like, again, if, if, if he said in the UK, maybe he wouldn't have gotten them opportunities. Yeah. So I think we need to take fake critics over to America. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. That'd be fun. That'd be really, really fun. Really, really nice. Yeah. So, guys, I want you to know now, if we don't grow... Just knows the UK, UK is bad vibes. That's why, man, the UK, UK has been bad vibes. Bad vibes, bro. I really want to go to LA. I, I want to feel and experience the culture because, like, like I said before, like a lot of people LA that go there, now. I know, but other people that go there always talk about just the difference. Just the like the culture is different. The culture is yeah. different, yeah. and I, I really want to experience that and, and and see how it is. But yeah, guys, that is literally our ramble for today. He wrote Sweet Melody. He wrote for Beyonce. He wrote for, for Little Mix. Come on, Sweet Melody again. Um, I'm not going to sing it. I'm perfect, but yeah. yeah, yeah, I know you're singing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember it. He wrote Hold Up. Yeah, he wrote, literally, he's written. Bruv, Emanike has written a lot of stuff. Gangsta. Hold up. They don't love you like CC. Oh, what's the CC? Why not? What? <laughs> he wrote, um, I think they've got the most views. Um, yeah. I will never forget you. You will well. always be by my side. He's written, he's written people's albums here, boy. That's what I'm saying. Like. Damn. Bruh. Nah. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, man. Exactly. And Eminem is a perfect example. For one minute. He's, he's, um, he's not the biggest artist. He still makes his own music, but he's making at waves. the background. Where he's doing his job. I love that. Where he's doing, putting in bits and bobs. And don't get me wrong, it's hard. Like, I think mm-hmm. as a writer, I think as a writer, it's really difficult. Like, that girl. I can attest to that, that guys, Naji, as a writer. Naji, 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 Naji. When I wrote. Yeah, I know who you're yeah. talking about. She wrote, she's written a lot of bangers. She's written a lot of bangers. And she just recently came out of a single. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. So, yeah, everyone. Man. Anyway, I think that's our rant over. Yeah. Um, I've been, no, it wasn't our rant, it was a conversation. No, no, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. I know. Yeah, it was it was a lovely conversation, man. Really I think yeah, it's really interesting to assess the movement of yeah. the film industry and you know like what decisions I guess make the most impact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this conversation, guys. Let us know what your thoughts are. Like, why do you think a lot of our British actors move over to the UK? What yeah. do you think is different over there? Let's have a conversation about it. And yeah, check us out on our socials. And yeah. we'll see you in our next episode. We on Instagram. We on TikTok. We on Twitter. We on Twitter. We on YouTube. Well, we on Spotify. We, we on YouTube. We on Spotify. We on podcast. Wherever your podcast, we on it. Just go into Google and type in Fake Critics Podcast. You'll find us. Yeah. All right. And on that note, peace and love. Peace.